Holy crap, season one is over. Rosie here, co-host of Cather Jockeys, a Rat Tech podcast. While we're gearing up for season two, or how I like to say, saison two, we thought it would be a great idea to do a radiology recap of our past episodes. But before we get into that, I just want to say thank you to our followers and listeners and our guests who came on season one and to our future guests. But mostly, I would like to thank the other hosts, Patrick, John, and Eddie. Um, uh, Cathar Jockeys wouldn't be anything without those other guys. So thank you to my Brim Bros. Let's get into this beast. I'm nervous. I'm gonna choke. I can't. It's all you, Pat. Don't be nervous. I believe in you. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, is in the house. We got uh, me, John. We got Pat, and then, of course, a very special guest rejoining us, Kristen B. In the house. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. They call me PB. No Jake. Actually, today. <laughs> We have technically PB and J. We got Prof. We got Patrick, Prof B, and John. We got PB and J. Dang. I do believe it's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut. Butter I just realized that as you were saying that. That's actually my least favorite song because I'm allergic and I'll die. Oh no! It's never pe- peanut butter and jelly time in my house. <laughs> never. never. Absolutely not. All jelly. Anti-PB. All jelly. All jelly. It's jelly time with John. <laughs> Hey, Roosevelt, why don't you test these BE tips out for us? <laughs> you. I mean, I I went searching for fallopian tubes one time, man. I think I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I think I remembered someone doing that to you. Yeah. Well, we, we also used to tell uh, students was, to go in and, and get <laughs> samples of the radiation <laughs> in the x-ray room. Like a <laughs> container? With, uh, with, usually with like the, the bag you put cassettes in. Oh, you know, okay. slide on it. And then we're like, yep, no, you, uh, you got to go cool. over, you got to get it from each corner, and then you got to go give it to the radiologist. Oh, wow. Dang, <laughs> that's a double whammy yeah. there. Oh, man, that's rough. Oh, man. Um, Patrick. That's wild. How was, what was your hardest class? Hardest class? Um, oh, man, honestly, I, I mean, physics was hard. It was hard, but I, I was able to kind of wrap my brain around it. Um, but for me, I want to say it was like, oh, oh, I know what it was, a hundred percent. Radiation biology and protection—that was the hardest class because for me, it was just one hundred percent memorization. Yeah, like the, it, there, it there wasn't any kind of like, it was just memorizing stats. It was like, hey, you can have this much. Now I do a lot. Now I do a lot of it, so now I know it pretty well. But back then, it was just I couldn't. I couldn't really bring it back to anything on this you relatable. Know. Yeah. It was just, Hey, here's the stats. Here's the ranges. Here's where you're at risk. Here's where you're not at risk. I just, I wasn't good at that. That is it moat. Mo, look at oh, yeah, a moat so. memorization. Is that where you're just, did I just make up a word? <laughs> I've, I don't know. Google moat. Sounds familiar. M O T E. Is there a apostrophe on that? Or? <laughs> I mean, I Mote. barely even know. Moat. Mate. What's it say? Uh, first Google search is Moat Marine Laboratory in Oh, wow. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Dictionary, a tiny piece of substance. <laughs> no. The, what am I thinking? Were you just straight up memorize something? Uh, Can you Google straight up memorize something? <laughs> memorize. Straight up. Moat. Like, isn't that the thing around a castle? Yeah, it's that's the thing that around a castle. Oh, bro. That's M-O-A-T. M-O, okay. Well, it's definitely not. What am I thinking of? Eddie, help me out here. I don't know, man. Wow, nothing. Wow. Thanks, bro. I, Google did not return any results. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, wow. That's actually... Do any of you guys know what I'm trying to say? No. Will you just straight up memorize something? Just, I've been saying moat for a long time, y'all. That's... <laughs> No, we. I just like photographical memory. No, not identical. No, were you just straight up? Oh man, just memorize. No, I've been saying this a long time. Dang, but I say it like when I say it, I say it quietly because I don't have the confidence that's an actual word. I'm like, yeah, I just had to memorize that. (laughs) Oh wow. No. All right. uh, Leave a if you know the word I'm trying to go for, leave a comment or something. Yeah, leave it in the comments. Email. Uh, You got an email for this thing? 
no, don't don't email me with that. Just, wow, just leave it. In the so account. you so do you have an email? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have an email. Oh, give it out there so they can email it. One, one last thing before you wrap it up. Yeah, go ahead. Rote memorization. R O T E. Rote memorization. Rote. Mm. Give us the definition. Let's see, Google has that. Yeah, well, yeah, because they don't usually have good search results on fake words. Requires a use of repetition to keep information in the brain. Bro. Mm. Well, that's how I did half of my schooling. <laughs> Two simple examples it's funny that of I wrote. learning include memorization, the alphabet, and numbers. I think it's painfully ironic wrote. that I couldn't memorize the definition or word <laughs> of rote <laughs> memorization. <laughs> rote memory this is why I struggle. Be extremely effective in teaching basic math. <laughs> this is why I struggled with radio bio. Wow. All right. So how did being You should have known that. Rentgen wrote. <laughs> I know. See, I was good at those kind of things. That was, that was tough. Yes. Oof. Air karma, dab. Oh, well, that's my bread and butter now. It hurt. <laughs> um, so it's interesting you bring up Australia's more on the statistics side for oh. We're going to switch gears here to have a article on occupational burnout among radiographers, amongst Australians and New Zealand. Yes. Um, so just a quick synopsis, the, the burnout level amongst radiographers, sonographers, and radiologists are extremely high and likely vary according to certain demographic and work-related factors. This article found out that they were uh, extremely burnt out with a burnout score of 39 with a standard deviation of 8.5%. Um, I'm going to cut you off right there. Yeah. Standard deviation? Wow. I, I don't think oh, I can take okay, any more sorry. of these stats. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So what are they... <laughs> I can't. Explain to so our listeners. What I know what it is. John's but too smart for his own. John, <laughs> please. There's no way we can go into standard deviation on this podcast. Uh, all right. So I love you. This is not that type plus, of podcast. There's John. plus or minus. <laughs> if you have 39 people, give or take a few. How about I know that? what give standard deviation is. I, got I will not let it stand I got, on this podcast. I'm not full disclosure. What article? I do not know what that means. And, <laughs> and you lost me at plus or minus. <laughs> that I want to know the article. What's I know it's this this is not going to be above the Australian New Zealanders head, clearly but above our American yes. math skills. Standard deviation. <laughs> So they're burnout too. So basically they're burnout. This article found that they're just as much burnout. There's emotional exhaustion. There's depersonalization uh, compared to just normal workforce norms that they were a higher rate. That was better. Would have rigging in there at the end. You know what? You yeah, know so what, they're uh, burnout too, man. You know who's not burnout? Countries who have siestas. Naps. That's true. I could probably. I don't know if that's a true fact, but I know if I was able Here's to. Here's a made up fact nap, brought to you by Roosevelt. <laughs> If I was taking, if I was, if I was able to take a nap during the middle of the week or day, I'd be awesome. I'd be refreshed. Bro, we're getting old. We're like, well, you know what well, I can they all love a nap. Actually, if you could just have every day a non-working lunch, you could say, uh, "Hey, I'm gonna leave work. I'll be back in three hours, and then I'm gonna come back." Do you guys? Have, what are you guys? Three lunch? hours. Wait, does that mean that you have to add on extra three hours or two and a half hours? Leaving at eight, so you can go to like parties. If, I, if no, you get the if you just... if you get the nap or like leave for three hours, do you just finish the five five quote unquote five p.m. shift? Oh, no more math. <laughs> or or, or, or just like three. you're just off for two. three hours, right? That'll be awesome. Yes, I'll, sign me up. I'll take that deal. Three hour lunch right now. I'm gonna go. I to, want a nap right now. I'm gonna go to. Uh, Chili's. <laughs> and if I have three hours, I'm going to go swing by Ross, maybe Marshall's, get some size 15 shoes on sale, and then head back to work. Wow. So this is just a quick Google. So the average... If there's a just, standard deviation just, in there, John, there's no, I will destroy your brand there's new There's no computer. STD <laughs> facts in this one. Okay. And I'm... So this is just... just go a ahead. European country. Just because <laughs> You're I'm, too smart, so John. Spain. <laughs> Uh, Their average workday is I want to fight you 8, so bad right now. 8.30 to 9 a.m. to one thirty. Yeah. Then they pick up at 4.30 You're making 5. me do math, John. What, eight, and work till 8.30 to 9 a.m. Like 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Yeah, that, that's... You yeah. work for an hour? No, no, no. 8.30 to 9. That's when, give or take when you go in. Oh, okay. okay. And you work till one thirty. All right. Then you get a three-hour siesta slash lunch. Mm-hmm. Then you go back in from five to eight, 5 to 8. So you're, we're adding on hours. No, that. 
bleep that, bleep that, bleep that, bleep that. <laughs> but you don't That's, think you'd be happier if you were like you know, nah, grinding for a little bit? No, if I no, man, if I'm getting home at eight o'clock, I'm too tired to watch Love Is Blind. <laughs> but you wouldn't be tired right. if you took a nap. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but but when is nap? When is when is nighttime? When is night nighttime? Night night. Quit. You know, let's try it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. You know, tomorrow, I'm gonna. I'm, so I'm gonna do. To I'm legit gonna do this. I'm gonna start work. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna take a straight up three hour nap. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to work. I'm gonna work till eight p.m. I'm gonna report back. Next podcast, I'm gonna see. I'll probably be cranky, honestly. After, after, after a three-hour nap, I'll be I'll be cranky. I bet. After three work, hours is too long for you. Know what? If for after all work, I like, I like to do <laughs> on your average work day. Listen, and if you work more than four hours a week, I can't do hood rat stuff past eight p.m. Yeah, no. Like read books to your child. Hey, man, easy. Look up the word standard <laughs> deviation. See what that's about. There's probably some YouTube videos on it. I'm still gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the abbreviation is not STD, Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was painful. There was a lot of numbers in there, John. I, hate I appreciate you for your stresses. Like, how do you deal with it? Is there, is there one thing that you've, you've come across that you can, you know, spread your knowledge and just say, hey, this is a, this is a technique that I do? No, nothing specific. I tend to intern. I, 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 probably do all the wrong things no, so you're like I, I internalize but i have i've got the put benefit. the weight on your shoulder so i gotcha i've got the benefit of i don't hang on to stuff too long 99 mm-hmm. percent of the time by the time my head hits the pillow and when i wake up from it i'm usually not too fired up about whatever was making me mad or burning me out when, when i'm in the throes of it it's as i get older again i'm i'm going more down your route where it's like hey let me let me try to calm down let me and all those things kind of channel back to perspective like mm-hmm. hey i mean is it really that bad i mean if if whatever i'm going through i try to give myself perspective on it like it could be 20 times worse like i could be not me whatever. man i'm like <laughs> you're in it <laughs> april 1st 1992 <laughs> This guy was a dick. Oh, really? I'm yeah. coming back, Mitch. Oh. <laughs> you know who you are, Greg. <laughs> you peed yeah. on my toilet seat yeah. and <laughs> didn't wipe. <laughs> see, see. Uh, you, know you know what my dream is to do right now to alleviate all that is to go to live in Hawaii. Yeah. And be the zipline dude and just shaka at people all day. I'm like, shaka, bro. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I want to do. Seems like a very task oriented job. People are having fun around you. Live with 10 other people in a studio apartment. Wow. <laughs> so, because it's so expensive. What, but still. I would do that with you, but only if I'm living on the same island as a rock. Because I, I just want to see him. I want to see him like doing deadlifts and uh, like amazing mansion. Wait, does he live in Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, damn. For sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, you don't like, follow him. Are you sure? Is that a fact? Can you make sure? Uh, go look him up on Instagram. You, okay. Cather Jockey needs to follow. Can you please follow the Rock? I'm just gonna tag the Rock and everything. <laughs> like Cather Jockey's the Rock. Little, yeah. The Rock's like, what the? Fuck? Please make sure you follow, follow, follow the Rock. On. Yeah, he's in Hawaii all the time. He's like, he's like bass fishing. Yeah, he's yeah, eating he's, gigantic yeah. pancakes there. You ever, you never you don't follow the Rock? I don't. He's got like 50 million. I know. Followers. I'm ashamed of myself because like, no, no, don't be ashamed he's of yourself. Boy. Listen, I, I love him. Listen, I'm listen. His Instagram is amazing. He's just when he does cheat day meals, he's eating pancakes the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Because he can. He's a freaking oh, he's rhino. A he's well, a beast. And he has a very impressive work ethic. Some of these yes. actors, yeah, yeah. he he is a grinder. I mean, some of the things yeah, he put man. on, just what you're not seeing, he is, and he's good at it, and he's good at what he does. And so that's this week's episode brought to you by Terramana Tequila. <laughs> That's the Rock's tequila. Is yeah, it? he's got a tequila hey, too. Actually, he doesn't just make awesome movies, mostly Fast and Furious. That is also <laughs> what I my tequila of the choice I have in the freezer right now. Oh, Reposado or Blanco? The Blanco. Ayo, it's there you go. Deliciously smooth. What's that movie with him and uh, Kevin Hart? Is that, oh, that's not Ride Along. And Cino Man. No, no. Um, <laughs> the Nanny. Uh, no, where he's a uh, um, what do you call it? His name. Where he's where he's like fat. Right when he was in high school, oh, I don't think you can say that anymore. I can't say fat. All right, he's a, sorry. He's obese. Okay, bleep that. Bleep that. Bleep bleep the fat word. <laughs> he's obese. So he's the. All right, so he's above his BMI. Damn. <laughs> God. 
Essential intelligence. <laughs> oh, essential intelligence. Essential intelligence. Yeah. See, these are the kind of facts we need you to bring. You don't I'm come, sorry, don't come with standard deviation. We need you to come with that horrible movie. <laughs> well, they were all central intelligence. I mean, they, they have, it was I, not horrible. Was you take that back. I love that movie. That's true. I, yeah, Robbie it's, it's a, Weirdick. I don't think yeah, I've ever that's seen his it. name. I mean, I love Kevin Hart. <laughs> Bob Weirdick. I mean, they're. I thought they just did Jumanji together. They're back and they forth. In. Yeah, Jumanji. No, they're like besties. They're just, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're funny. They're similar skits together. Okay my pens after patients touch it like that's actually good practice to do that because that's one of those little things where a pen that everyone signs their consent on that's one of those things that can kind of creep up on you so that's actually a good practice well how about this the, start doing that. the other day um i was eating chips in our control area and it's a little personal bag of chips what kind of chips doritos. specifically doritos whoa, 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 whoa. flavor oh, no. <laughs> nachos not. oh the red hey. bag yeah the red bag don't say the name no clout no i know i know no clout uh no, no, we're gonna give we're a not, shout out to Doritos, bro. <laughs> Doritos are like Oh, I thought you meant if the Doritos. Doritos is not sponsoring us. All right. <laughs> you know what? No. Shout out to Doritos. Shout out to <laughs> if cool you want to sponsor us. Cool Ranch is the best. Cool Ranch, cool Ranch best. is the best, but, but they're you inconsistent around. with the flavoring. Like you'll get one chip that has a, a ton of the cool ranch on it, and then the next yeah. chip has nothing. What happened to Doritos? Yeah. <laughs> That's a bold claim. Man. I'm going to open a bag. I guarantee Next you. Next time you get a Cool Ranch with no flavor, I want a picture. I, I'll send, send you one. What happened to uh, Doritos 3Ds? <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they just brought them back recently. Did they? It's like <laughs> a call <laughs> They're called Bugles. So anyway, I have this bag, a little personal bag of chips. So let me I, paint the picture. Eddie's there in the control room. Eating a little bag of chips. Getting your snack on. What, yep. what time of day is this? It's, uh, it's close to noon. So it's almost lunchtime. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm hungry, man. So... The chips are almost done, but the patient comes in. So we start going, well, this anesthesiologist comes in and he looks down at my bag of chips and just starts eating them. The anesthesiologist? Yes. Bro, that's, you could legally in in our state, you can fight somebody (laughs) for that. You can't just go in on somebody's Doritos. Yeah. I don't know where his hands were either. So I was like, yep, these chips are done. And threw them in the garbage. And it's like a little personal guy? Yeah, a little personal. It wasn't like a huge bag. If it was bag. a big bag, Yeah, I'd that's say, a different story. Hey, sorry, man. Yeah. But personal bag, bro, that's breaking and entering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's B&E. Dude. Not the bear man of my kind. I want to thank our sponsor of today, uh, Doritos. Doritos. Nacho flavor. Wow. Sorry. Wow. We went from no cloud to they're fully we're, on free advertising. <clears throat> so if you're listening in your car and you're like, Oh, hungry man. Go to you know Wawa. Oh shoot! No, shout out. Go to Wawa. Another one. <laughs> if you want free advertising, come hit up the other Joggies podcast. Uh, go to Wawa. Grab a bag of. You know what? We're very like open minded here. Whatever kind of Doritos you're into. You should have just said three D chips with the munchies the bag. <laughs> There's a munchies mix? There's a munchies mix. What is that? Oh, yeah. You get pretzels. You get mm. Chex mix. Nope. You get Doritos. Negative. All cheese flavored. No, I've never had it, and I never will. You can't have munchies? pretzels and Doritos, bro. Oh, munchies yeah. are it's amazing. No, the best combination. Never had it. There's sun will. chips in there. Okay, right, you got sun chips in there. I might try it. What flavor though? It's Harvest. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right, I think it's legit Harvest. Anyone else we want to advertise here for free on the podcast? <laughs> well, shout out generic potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we're gonna make potato chips. It'll be Catherine Jockey's potato chips. Hashtag Sam's Choice potato chips. All right, <laughs> there we go. The Costco Whereas ones like, are actually really good. Super greasy. Whoever that anesthesiologist is that stole your Dorito. Not cool, dude. Yeah. You know who you are. I know you're listening right now. You're on your yacht, like enjoying your life, and just know that you can approach on another man's Doritos, like a personal size bag. He's probably listening to it with his own bag of Doritos. He's like <laughs> What if he's a Dorito addict? You know what? Maybe we, you know, I apologize to you, anesthesiologist. Maybe, I'm sorry, you're addicted. He just can't resist. He's like, he's like, I knew what I was doing. He's like, like, you're about to shut out the addiction hotline. I was like, I was like, that guy. (laughs) It's because I always make him put a hat on when he comes in our room because he never has Uh, one. Oh, so that's a, he probably pulled a power move on you. Definitely a move on you. I think it was. He's like, give me your chips, bitch. (laughs) I'll show you who's in charge here. And he was like staring yeah, at me through the window. No. Oh, wow. He's oh, like, you pay for these, right? I get these for free. Anyways. That's, that's one thing about working in the ER. And hospitals as well, but especially the ER. You just, sometimes we're burdened down by 
the weight of knowledge. We just see mm-hmm. the worst of the worst. So I don't know about you guys, but anytime I have any random body ache, I'm just like, oh, might be appendicitis. Might be, you know, a ruptured gallbladder. Welcome uh, to my but life. probably just too many tacos on Cinco de Mayo. Welcome <laughs> to my life. I diagnose, I have like so many autoimmune disorders. And yep. um, <laughs> self-diagnosed, self-diagnosed myself. Like the yeah, more, you sure. know, the more you have. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what's crazy about motto. working in the ER is that you just, yes, I like that. The more, you know, the more you have anytime I have any random stuff, I'm just like, Oh yeah, this is it. Goodbye. <laughs> it's like, like premium yeah. version of WebMD. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think that, that, that kind of ties into, to, and I've got a, f- I got a few, and it, it kind of speaks to how badass women are because I'll never forget it. It was like, I'm in the ER. It's a, it's like Christmas morning guy walks in. He's like my age, my exact age. So if you don't know when you're in the ER, you either get a paper requisition or it pops up on uh, your, your screen for a patient exam, a little quick diagnosis or, or reason or some combination therein. guy's my exact age. And coming in because he hit his toe on a corner and i'm like bro it's christmas morning he stubbed his toe he literally like stubbed his toe and like naturally the pa working that day ordered like a a foot a toe a foot an ankle tib fib a femur a hip (laughs) (laughs) an ultrasound Let's go to get a CT angio on that. Might be a blood clot in there. Yeah, ultrasounds. So I ultrasound that joint. I negotiate for see if there's any fluid in there. There's foreign bodies in there. I negotiate for you know for ten minutes to get it down to like a foot, (laughs) and (laughs) and. Listen, I get it. That could be a whole podcast in itself is negotiating <laughs> stuff down. Oh man, I'm bro. Over ordering. Yes. Over ordering and negotiating stuff down. Oh, oh that's my a good god. One. That's a good one yeah. for sure. Um and well, get this ankle if I do the foot too. <laughs> oh, no, foot, ankle, tib, fib, and knee and then toes yeah. also. Yeah. And you're like on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, on the wrong side. <laughs> so I, I get this And you're guy. like, what happened? And they're like, they stubbed their toe. Yeah. Four you're weeks like, ago. <laughs> four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. Last year, they stubbed their toe. Yeah. Uh, so this one was a fresh stub toe. It was like he was excited about getting that PS3 on Christmas morning. Hit his toe. And man... My heart goes out to him. I get it if it's bad enough to be in the ER, but man, it was it was a rough. It was just rough day for him, rough day for me because it it was a very difficult exam to get through to completion. Um, cut to, I don't know, like a half an hour later, maybe an hour later, just this nice, sweet, older lady comes in, and I'm in that small ER, um, uh, like X-ray room, and she comes walking in. Got a hip on her. She's like, yeah, like I, I, I she bumped my hips. hips, bumped my hip. <laughs> she did have two hips. She, she, I bumped my hip a couple of days ago and it just, it's just still kind of hurting. Get her on the table. Uh, go ahead and shoot a couple, you know, AP and lateral of the hip. Boom. Complete femoral neck fracture. Like, like she came walking in and I'm like, Oh crap! Like it's completely broken. She she literally walked in. It wasn't like she was like really assisted. Like I think she maybe had like a cane or a walker. Maybe probably not even really. And just totally walked in. And she didn't even want to come in. She's like, "Yeah, my sister talked me to coming in. I didn't want to come in. It's Christmas morning, and and completely Damn, like we wouldn't let her off the me. table until she got like on a, a fracture." I'm like, "Man, like the threshold pain for women. My hats off to you because I'm not even passing judgment on the the t- the stub toe guy." You ever stubbed your toe, bro? That just sucks. <laughs> it's like the worst, yeah. and and it probably hurt long wait, enough wait, wait. to go to the ER. Wait, yeah, yeah. There's these two stories. Like, are they combined? Is this two separate stories? No, it, no, no it was the same. It was like same, within, I'm waiting. Look, look, I'm waiting for like the guy stubbed his toe, kicking the grandma on the hip. 
That's not how it happened. Like, I'm waiting. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Are these two stories combined? No, it was just an ER story to tell, like, how badass the threshold pain of women are. But, man, there may have been related. I may have to go back and, and I'll analyze my records. I'll check my diary. Oh, yeah. Stub my toe, yeah. kicking this, this old lady in the hip. <laughs> old lady's like coming in, well, like, yo, I don't want to come in. This guy just came and kicked my foot. Okay, an interesting head. day to be in the ER is also holidays. John, you hey, got man. anything? What's the craziest story yeah. you've got from the ER? Uh, well, the craziest story, I wasn't directly involved in this, but um, actually happened to one of the nurses I used to work with. Yeah. And um, I, I guess I can tell this is, you know, there's no no weak ears out there, but do um, it. So and I, he actually Roosevelt told, on. Do he it. actually ended up telling do this story it. on one of the one of those uh, ER shows. But uh, so this guy comes into the ER, had uh, was covered in like a like a parka, basically had like a blanket completely covering him. He walks into the patient room and says, "So, wh- what are you here for today?" And I, I can, I'm just dramatizing, but I'm sure he's like, uh, well, uh, he fell. I'm, I'm stuck. And he's like, oh, what do you, yeah. what do you mean you're stuck? He's like, well, take a look. And he pulls, pulls, o- pulls up the parka and it's a campfire propane stove, like one of those, like two burners. And he's naked underneath with a campfire oh. stove sitting on his lap. He got his penis stuck in the campfire stove. What? So let your let your mind wander. <laughs> do you want to know where? Do you want to know where my mind wanders? Where, where did that parka like? How did how did that transition ask happen? The same question. Like how did that transition? That was the only thing that would cover. I mean, I can imagine. You know, it's something covering him up. Parka. Exactly. No, I understand, but like, I, I want to know the nuance of how that goes down. Like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Fred. Uh, if you go in the guest room in the small closet, will you get my parka? <laughs> I'm sure he was like, I got a situation. I got on. a situation here. He probably was on some drugs or, you know, or he, something. no, he was uh, about to go camping. He had just mopped his floor. He slipped. He was naked yes. going to shower and fell. And, yeah. you know, just slipped, naked one in a million hard on and you know. one in a million shot. <laughs> he was, he was, si- was on sizing the up the holes next to him. Wow. Or, guys, maybe he just wanted to roast his weenie. Anyone think that? <laughs> it could. I had a guy that... Where's that sound that, effect for that, Pat? I had a guy that filleted his like a hot dog. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, did that, you already have that pre Bro, you know, we, you know I come correct. Oh, wow. That was wow. Rough. We so, had this I mean, that's pro- I mean, that's probably like one of the most wild ones uh, I've had. Oh. Um... Can you remember, you mentioned it earlier, Geneva, Eddie, or John, can you remember a time that you royally screwed up in OR? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) I was just learning, I was just training to do vascular and cardiac surgeries. Um, So it was my first time doing a TAVR all by myself. Um, What's TAVR stand for? First time, transthoracic aortic valve replacement. I I didn't know that one actually. We never did those. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) um, so it was with one of the doctors that he has a reputation for not being happy in his cases. It's always a vascular guy. Yeah. It's always a vascular guys. And he was really old school and he was, you know, he just was very picky about his things. Um, so as an x-ray tech in that room, not only do you control the C arm, you also control the contrast injection, the power mm-hmm. injector, power, power injector. injectors. So I was so nervous. I messed up the power injector on the most important part of this. Of the, oh like, no, of this like on the run. Yeah. I like, I press all the buttons, right. But I think something messed up with the injector. That's what I'm, that's my story. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> something messed up they with the power injector sometimes. yeah they do mess up yeah so he was he had already put the stent in he already put the replacement in and we had to shoot um an angio to with the contrast and the, the stupid injector just did not go and he chewed me out oh, that was the worst that was the that was the worst that's a rough I feel, feeling i feel like that was the worst i've ever got yelled at yeah 
I've like, been I'm there. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and I, I've already laid out on the groundwork that I have a no apologies policy. But if I truly and genuinely screw up, I found maybe not even in the in the moment I'm going to say something for damage control. <laughs> you know, listen, you got you got to go into survival mode. Um, <laughs> but maybe even afterwards, I've gone like, hey, you know what? 100. That was on me. I apologize. I, I'm going to try my best to, to make sure that doesn't happen again. And m- make sure I take steps to really fully understand it. Because uh, a situation like that, you're new, you're learning. Or I did the same kind of stuff that you did. And it was usually just on those cases where you just you see them once a month, once every other month. We didn't do a ton of vascular stuff. So every time we had to do vascular, I hated it. It was nuts. It was always yeah. like super duper. And there's so much stress to it too. Because right. I feel like those and spine surgeries, those are super critical patients. And yeah. it's just, there's so much to it. The doc's already stressed out. And when you mess up, that's the worst feeling ever, especially in those cases. I got a long list of times I really screwed up. But let me ask you this. Have you guys ever had a situation to where you thought a smell smelled good <laughs> and then it turned out to be something completely different? <laughs> yeah. And like, like I, it, it happened to me. Cause like, I don't know if like I had a stroke that was having a stroke at that time, but like, I was like, dang, what smells good? It smells like food. And then all of a sudden it was like an abscess or something. Oh, so now when I go into like, when I go into tech areas and stuff like that, and I'm like, what's that smell? Yeah. I was like, nope, I don't say anything. I'm like, let me go figure it out what it was first. <laughs> let me investigate. Is someone eating something? Yeah. Is someone cooking yeah. something? Who's got nope, the crock nope, pot brewing? Like, yeah. Oh, that's an anal abscess, sir. Exactly. He's that patient in the next room blowing out his butthole. Yeah. Oh, no. That's that's our uh, upper GI in uh, room two. They got a fistula. That is not slow cooked yeah, chicken. An anal fistula. <laughs> God. Yeah, man. Anyways. Oh, wow. Um, ooh, how about like um, other colleagues or employees who wear like freaking so much fragrance? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, like that, chokes yeah. you, man. That's rough. That's You're in a tiny dark room. Too. And Rose comes in with his Axe Body Spray. Shout out to Axe Body Spray. Bro, I don't smell. Midnight Phoenix. What is it? Did you just claim you don't smell? I don't smell, bro. Can we let's let's call up let's call up your wife. Let's get her on the line. She She says she thinks it's weird that when I sweat, I don't smell. I'm not buying any of this, man. Dude. I don't smell, man. Dang. Does she have COVID? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't smell. I don't have BO. Hey, wow. That's a bold yeah. claim. I will, it's true. You are obsessively clean, too, though. I will say. Yeah. So do you wear deodorant? Nope. I don't need to. <laughs> I, I am, you are out of control. No DO for the BO? Natural. Nope. I don't have BO. That's the thing. Oh, wow. No, that must be nice. No, I definitely had that. Uh, And someone knocks on the door. What do you do? Do you do you have a go to scripting or like? I just say occupado. 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 (laughs) What do you say, John? What's worse is when they're waiting outside. Like if it's a single bathroom (laughs) and they're waiting outside, you just got done, and you're like, you don't make eye contact with them. You just walk away quickly. But the thing is, like, like, you you know what's going on. You know what's happening in there. Like I don't understand why you wait. It's like the, like I have to walk the have to uh, like come out and be done and like do the walk of shame. (laughs) When, When you go to a bathroom and it's locked, you know what I do. Was up. I run away. Like I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to yeah. interact with them. Me either. I don't. Like, I just go. And I'm. I'm still hunting. Them, yeah. I don't want them to know I'm still you know pooping too. Do you, you know really say? Do you really say seats taken, John? <laughs> I'm, seats taken. So somebody somebody knocks before. on the door. Seats taken. <laughs> seats taken. <laughs> Clearly, it, it's taken. Uh, you know what's <laughs> like? You don't want to like say too many words because they're like, oh, I know who that is in there. You know, so. I'm going to be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Satan's taking a shit. <laughs> it was chilly that day. Give me, give me about five. <laughs> it's like that I'll awesome burn you a, I'll burn you in a second. Yeah. Give me about five. <laughs> oh, literally don't care. Huge pet peeve. Oh, so, shit. Here we, here we go. Yeah. So in the ER, basically, generally, you would think, right, if you have three techs in a two-room ER, you're just going to take turns. 
doing mm-hmm. like so what comes up for if you just did one obviously the next person does one and then the next person does one and then it back to you back to you i actually had a tech that when i got on she's like i don't understand this taking turns thing and i was like what what do you mean i don't understand yeah, everywhere i've ever worked thing. has done that she's like uh, well why don't we just all go in the room and just do it together <laughs> uh, and i was like what do you what? i'm like well so obviously somebody's got to lead like they we all just can't be doing the same thing like okay she places the board and then i come over i take the board out and i place the board again and the third person comes in and they place the board and then they put the tube up and then i come up and i adjust the tube and then the third person comes i feel like just the tube is like that i mean well is well. that what she meant or that person i'm sorry Probably was just like, I don't know, if, help help me move or. <laughs> well, no, like, I I'm understand helping, like, yeah. but yeah. like to me, it I'm should so be confused. like no matter what. If you just did one, the next person should do one, and then the next person should do one. No matter what it is, no matter what comes up, if it's a multiple or if it's a portable chest X-ray, if it's your turn and that's the one that comes up, that's the one you do. Well, that's yeah. the way, well, like, and that's fair. That's does. fair. That's like the uh, for okay. So the majority of what the can I stop you for one second, Eddie? Can I stop you for a second? They thought that they should pick and choose what they should. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm 100. They thought they should pick and choose. Hold on, on. on. Eddie. Can I stop you for one second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to. I want to let you know. I love fired up, Eddie. I have never (laughs) seen you this fired up. To quote Eddie from episode 12, yeah, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> this is unchill, Eddie, and I love it. This is I Eddie know. unhinged. I know. Eddie, you are shot out of a cannon. This is when the and doctor would put in a crazy order. This is this is the Eddie you get. <laughs> Look, Eddie's still going. He's like, and I, I would be so. He's just like, in another day. <laughs> no, I, I would. I'd be so happy to First of all, you're yelling at me, Eddie. Eddie, you need to calm down right now. Like, you're at a 10. <laughs> I need you to be like at a 5. Back up for the mic. You know what? Hey, you know what? This title it's of the, the red man. It's the red. Is the, the title of this this episode bowl. next week is going to be Angry Eddie? <laughs> Angry Eddie, bro. Angry I've never Eddie. seen the side of you. Angry Eddie. Angry Eddie and his pet peeves. Well, okay, you're getting a Boom. normal X-ray tech. You guys Boom. are all in the. You guys are all in the upper appalach. You guys are all in the upper appalach. The more we uh, address it, the more fired up he gets. I love. And I'm in the. <laughs> Eddie, I like to see the side of you because you're the you're the poster child for Cool Calm Collective. But you know, as we're going about our day, things can kind of build up, man. You you just you oh, get can... fired up about things. I got one more. All right, go all for right. it. I got one. I'm gonna throw it. I gotta. There. I gotta go to the bathroom go. real quick. Oh, you're you good. know what? Leave go that in there. <laughs> all right, Eddie's gonna Are go you... take a dump. Bio. I'm gonna throw in a He's gonna go Bio. take a dump no. in the break room. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Roosevelt and I came from associates program. Let me ask you this, Roosevelt. Mm. When you started to pursue your bachelor's, were the techs colleagues, coworkers, were they supportive or were they like, what are you doing that for? Oh, did, uh, you mean, did we have naysayers? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It was, it was, it was was really weird. Mm -hmm. It was a weird experience. Like, and I know now as an adult, I know where it was coming from. It just, they were felt insecure that they, that they weren't putting that extra work. It was weird when people were like, what do you want to do that for? It's like, dude, I'm, yeah. it's going to open up more doors. Like, it's yeah. going to give me more opportunities. You don't need it. You don't need to get certified. You don't right. need it. You don't need what? You don't, you don't need even to get, get a raise. CT. Well, and that's the thing is that do that. people don't want to like, see okay, you pass man. them up either. You yeah. know, if you're younger, yeah, new it's to a weird kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, like I don't want you to be better than me. You're younger than me, less experienced, and you know. So it's kind of like a, almost like a mental block for them. Like you know, you, yeah, you're already passing me up in my career. Like trying to do right. this other achievement when right. you know you don't need to. Yeah, so they'll kind of discourage yeah. you. But now nah, keep you, on. And if you're you. if you're working at a hospital, sorry, if you're working at a hospital. Tap into that tuition assistance if you're oh, or yeah. you're whatever you're working for. Oh, good advice, man. I, I was. I, I was weird about it. I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to like be indebted to my hospital. Like, Cause a lot of times if you take tuition assistance, you got to like give them 
you know, three months oh, or six right, months right, or right, a year, right. however long. You ain't going nowhere. I like, know. Even if you do, even if you do, even if you do, you'll just have to pay them back. Yeah. So take that tuition assistance. I had I had scholarships and tuition assistance say, for, my, play, for my hospital. Yeah, apply like, for scholarships. I'm all for the kind of the universal tech, you know, the more you can do, the more indisposable yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it only benefits you because, you know, right now the job market is very, very, very open as far as jobs, but mm-hmm. you know, there will become time when the jobs won't be as prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the more you have on your resume, you better have you certs do, or degrees makes you more valuable, makes yep. you more money. Yep. More valuable, more money, it's true. more, mm-hmm. you know, you're more, more opportunities. Asset, yeah. You actually you use the portable like CT machine? Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We do, yeah. We're, 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 we're wide exclusive. I don't know anyone that uses that. Yeah, we use a portable CT for heads and ICU and for like post cranies or post shunts and stuff up in the OR so that they don't have to dra- or close and come all the way down to the department now. If you want to see what she's talking about, go check out. A catheter underscore jockeys on Instagram and whatever. I don't know if you put it anywhere else. Uh, Roosevelt's our, uh, our influencer in the group. Um, so I saw pictures. I, I I just assumed you guys were like trying it out or just some sales guy was bringing it. But you guys actually use it. No, no being used, use man. How long does and, it take? Uh, they have they have one in OR too, right, Geneva? Yeah, you just go to OR. Yeah, CT. but they, we don't use it as much. We just use the um, the little Omnitom. It's happening. They have that portable MRI too, mm-hmm. man. Even though the image is like doo doo, but. Dang. Can't be any worse it's than back in the day. Yeah. So it's, it's just going to get better, you know. So Dang, that's wild. Everyone's you, go, the thing is everyone's going portable now. <laughs> oh, man, why not? <laughs> Those MRI, MRI techs, you had a cake for a while, not anymore. <laughs> get up! Yeah, just as I thought I was getting you shut-ins are going to be going upstairs. <laughs> right? The MRI, the well. MRI folks are always a little like they are sort of. Uh, no offense to MRI techs out there. They're always a little. A little different. <laughs> they're like the they're like the golem of Lord of the Rings in yeah. radiology. We'll say detectives. They're like, no, no, no. They're golem. The like golems. Uh, the golems. <laughs> Do you have any metal on you? <laughs> Do you have any metal on the screening form? <laughs> See, that's perfect. They're like, Do you have golem. any rings on you? <laughs> Uh, cause you need to take it off. <laughs> if so, please go back into zone two now. Move. Yeah. <laughs> oh you know God. what? I never thought about that. You're a hundred percent right. I think it's because they're so dialed in. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> they don't. They're like, yeah. They know. They're like, I don't want to do a portable. They're like, hey, um, I need moving help from everybody. Even though it's like four of them in there. They're like, no, we need another person. <laughs> Uh, sure, I'll help you move. Uh, uh, is that shrapnel in my eye? Cool. Is that is that good? Is that bad? Is that good? Is that bad? Oh, I can't. Okay, sorry, I can't help you. Like, don't worry, it'll move eventually in the magnet. My ear. Oh man, but not my belly ring. Let me ask you this, Will. When it yes. comes to when it comes to uh, like radiation in general, as far as fear level what's what's our status tuck shirt will like are you super like listen i'm gonna be 20 feet away with three layers of lead where 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 are you at on that scale like are you super afraid are you because once you learn more about it the fear hopefully kind of drops some especially at our levels we're not at chernobyl levels obviously yeah uh where where's your head at when it comes to that because especially you're doing procedures are you do you have a lead skull cap is what I'm asking you. <laughs> I I do not, but I do know people that do have lead skull caps. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not at that level, but there I think, uh, I think, uh, you know, it, it, it's part of our jobs, you know, sure. in, in di- diagnostic radiology in fluoroscopy in procedures, uh, you know, radiation and exposure to the patient and exposure to the, the staff. Um, it's something that we live with and, and work with every single day. Um, and I think as long as we realize that it's part of our job and um, are respectful of it and, um, you know, follow principles to, to keep everything um, as, as low as reasonably achievable. Um, Shout out to Alara. 
<laughs> shout out to TSW came out again. Yeah, and then also uh, also shout out Image Gently. Image Wisely. My bad. I think it's both. I think isn't it Image Gently, Image Wisely? It's both. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, look, the two. Hey, hey, Pat, the two smartest guys are going at it. <laughs> it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. You're right. Oh, they're good to fight. No, image wise, leaves the owl. No, you're right. Oh, yes, wow. but it is. It, it, it's part of everything that we do. Um, yeah, for sure. And and I, I definitely think it's not something to be afraid of. It's it's part of our job, and it's it's what allows us to do what we do. Yeah. That's right, son. I ain't afraid of no translocation, son. Uh, well, so <laughs> I want I want mutated genes. <laughs> Here's another little smart fact for you. So. Uh-oh. For us, a chest X-ray exposure is 0.1 millisievert average, and the people in Chernobyl average was between 1,000 to 6,000 oh. millisieverts. That's so, a lot of chest X-rays. That's a lot of chest X-rays. Oh, so, and, and like so hold a, on, like in a just a normal person walking around. Yeah. So, or like those, like the first responders, like being there. So the people, the the Chernobyl workers were exposed to uh, over six thousand millisieverts. So those are the one, and then up to ten thousand uh, is uh, probably the ones that were responsible for the cleanup right at the like initial few days. Wow, those are the ones that died within a few uh, weeks from acute radiation syndrome. Dang yeah. man, that's wild, man. And so, and then just you know how safe diagnostic X-ray has become. Where just background radiation is around two to five millisieverts every year. So are you guys saying don't wear lead? <laughs> no, yeah, we're just and that that's X chest X rays. Fluoro is different. We're talking about for the patients, right? For the patient, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not for us, man. Don't yeah. be don't be telling people that. Right? You know, you have somebody like me. It's like John on CJ said, "Hey, uh, we don't need lead, so I'm just gonna go out there." You know, becoming a freaking teenage mutant ninja turtle over here. If you're tuning into us for uh, radiation protection information, uh, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I can recommend some textbooks to read. At the very yeah, least, we got uh, some solid YouTube videos that'll dial it in for you. Please, yeah, don't. No, man, they're like seven <laughs> minutes. They'll t- they'll give you the whole synopsis in like seven minutes. Uh, yeah, don't come to us at all. Um, but uh, John. You mean like a disclaimer, you, one of those disclaimers? Disclaimers, yeah. Uh, John, we are not a, this is not medical information. <laughs> yeah. Just throw that out uh, there. Please you, check uh, with your doctor. What's going on, everybody? Listen, it's been a crazy week at work. And even on the crazy weeks, That's I'm right, thankful. You got your long days. Long, got long you days got long, doing them 12s. long week this week. Doing them, doing them 12s. And is- it's hard to, when you're in the thick of it, you're working hard. You can get, you know, you can throw yourself a little pity party. Like, oh man, I'm working on man, man. But at the end of the day, honestly, this is what I love about radiology. No matter what kind of day you're having or whatever's going on, chances are whatever you're going through pales in comparison to the patients you're taking care of. That's what really grounds me in radiology is the fact that. The Patrick pity parties don't last long because the first time I interact with a patient, it's like, okay, well, they're having a worse day than me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I went down to the cafeteria and they were out of tots or this morning they just had cheese grits instead of tots, Ugh. but at least yeah. I'm not having a, like a gallstone or something like that. So rough cheese, week, but hey, it could always be grits. worse. Who likes cheese grits? Oh, watch. We're probably going to get like, oh, you, you like yeah. cheese grits? Oh, wow. oh, not only do I like cheese so grits. So normally you get tots. Like I'm, I'm, I'm insulting. We're out of the tots. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, like I think we, I've just insulted every southern person. Possibly. Yeah, literally yeah. our whole entire southern demo just yeah. like clicked off like, my father. Like you know what? These guys are anti grits. Well, dude. I'm anti catheter jackets. I've, I've, you know, I've, I was introduced to that young, and I was like, "What is this?" I was like, and I tasted. It. I was like, "Why do people like this? It tastes like cardboard." Where'd you gather like, from? No. Where'd you have it I from? don't know. School. All right. No. No. It's not like no. I went to freaking Grits R Us walk and was like, hey, you guys have grits here? I'm like, no, man, I'm here for rice and Kung Pao chicken. No, here's what you do. <laughs> I'm going to bleep it out. You need to go to <laughs> hospital in the morning and you need to have their cheese grits. Boom. That's where it's out. Shout out to cheese grits. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
do you spoon out the layer of grease on top of them or no i i go down to the ra's office and i flick it on the back of their head <laughs> and say hey we got a pig line coming at 8 30 in the morning get ready uh wait what kind of cheese like, is it is it like it's like three hours later, oh like, it's government cheese. Ah, uh, yeah. I was about to say, hey, man, if it's government cheese, it's for me, man. That's what it is. There you go. All right. Uncle Sam is hooking you up with time. So there's two major organizations that define what a professional is in the U.S. One is the labor board and one is uh, immigration. Dang, you're going and deep, Kristen because, I like this. I, oh, yeah. Real I'm a teacher. I, I, I don't know how to stop. Uh, I'm being taught. I'm a student right now. I love it. Oh, okay. Good. Settle up. Yeah, I know. Raise, uh, your, so raise your hand, Pat. The, <laughs> Wait, is this the restroom sign? My daughter's always like sitting at the table. Can I use the restroom? Like, honey, you don't have to do that at home. (laughs) Anyways, so a professional, as defined by the Labor Board and Immigration, is a minimum of a bachelor's. And it doesn't matter what that bachelor's is in. As long as you have a bachelor's, you're considered a professional. So go you if you go get your bachelor's. And that's really wonderful. Um, As as a profession, as medical imaging, we only require an associate's minimum, and that only got enacted a few years ago. We still had certificate programs as late as 2018. Yeah. So what that means is that um, we don't meet the criteria of a profession. And there's like eight criteria for what makes a practitioner. And we meet all of them, except we act autonomously. So we have a t- like we are autonomous in that we evaluate our own images, we decide what is quality and what goes through to the radiologist and what doesn't. What we can't do is practice without an order. So we have to have an order from a physician, physician extender, a provider. Um and and that is what would make us a professional, right? But wow. wait. So nurses also have an associate's minimum. Also need an order to do anything, push medication, you got to have an order for it. Mm-hmm. But they're considered professionals. So oh. you say, like, what what makes them different than me, right? Original research. So nurses Dang. regularly engage and publish original research. Yes, they do. And dropping those white papers. Uh-huh. More than half of the nursing profession now has a bachelor's and above. Mm-hmm. Because like magnet hospitals, you have to have a bachelor's yep. to work there, right? Mm-hmm. And there are benefits to getting a master's and a doctorate that wouldn't necessarily translate to the benefits that we would get from a master's and a doctorate. Mm-hmm. So they have met that threshold of maybe you don't meet this criteria, but we're going to give you this alternate pathway. Dang, nurses. And so they have, it and again. it's why they have stronger unions. It's why they have better pay. It's why they're more respected. It's why they get more PR, mm-hmm. right? So the only way for us, this is in our hands to some degree and also in our profession, professional organizations, but the only way to fix that is for all of us to try to further our education in whatever way serves you, a bachelor's isn't going to serve everybody, mm-hmm. but additional certifications probably will. That makes you a tech two, a tech three. You get paid more. You get to take call, whatever it is. Yeah. And write some papers, yo. You did it all through school. Right. It's not mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> we got a So this was also another upper GI for the hospital I was as working at at the time. We did a lot of work with the bariatric services. And we did a a ton of preoperative upper GI series to evaluate anatomy prior to either gastric sleeve or ruin Y gastric bypass. One day, this individual rolled in on a scooter, just bebopping in. (laughs) I do this upper GI series, do the whole thing, start to finish. It's a linked protocol. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the marshmallows mm-hmm. and bagels and all that oh yeah the worst we're all study. yeah i think everyone's doing them nowadays so it wasn't until the very end of the exam where i help her back into her, her little power scooter <laughs> and she points over to the chair to me and she and she says to me and the tech who is assisting me get me my purse so okay Uh-oh. so I, I go over there i bring her her purse i sat down in her lap she immediately opens it up pulls out a large bottle of sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. What? Promptly unscrews the cap and takes a glug, glug, glug drink of it. Shut up. Are you joking, man? And I've seen a lot in the medical field, but nothing had prepared me for that. My jaw was like on the floor, like my mouth was open. I look over... I look over at my tech who's assisting me. She has the exact same look on her face. And I could not 
I, like my poker face was gone at that point. I was like, I could not believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> she brings the, the barbecue sauce bottle back from her lips, screws the cap back on, looks me dead in the eyes and says, just to moisten my mouth and s- stimulate the salivary glands. Oh, <laughs> this is probably like 8 a.m. in the morning. And you're like, you're like, like it's, nine, no- it's nine o'clock. It's like my second patient of the day. <laughs> and so I was like, like, and she, and, and then she wheeled her way down the hall. And she was gone. And I was like 10 minutes of like utter shock and disbelief of like, did this just happen? I immediately called the head of bariatric surgery and he knew. Because I'd been working with him, or I, I'd been doing exam on his, on his patients for so many years. He knew that when I was calling him directly, something was wrong, either with one of his post-op patients or you know something else. But he immediately like answered and says, hey, Reese, what's up? I was like, hey, there's this patient. And I immediately told him the same story. And he goes, no, she did not. No, she did not. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, I remember this lady. I did her pre-op clinic visit. And I was like, huh. That's weird to have a bottle of barbecue sauce floating around your purse because it was sitting there right in the open. And he goes, I th- I just thought she'd look like barbecue sauce on, her, on a sauce on her food. Not that she was drinking it straight from the bottle. And he goes, Reese, it's dangerous enough to do bariatric surgery on a patient who's obese. Dude, I am. He said, honestly. no one is going to touch this patient. Thank you for letting me know. I was like, great. Oh, like I am shocked right now. Like my my mouth my my mouth is open, just in shock. And so was John's. Eddie's still Eddie, but <laughs> we're, he's like I've that seen. is a crazy story. Oh That's nuts. God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> she was mainly upset because she couldn't have any barbecue sauce before the study. You have to be NPO for that. I was gonna say, there's no way she was NPO. <laughs> did she ask? Hey, did she ask for you to like put barbecue sauce on the marshmallow? No, 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 no. It wasn't. No, because if if she would have asked that, I would have stopped the exam. And be like, what? Dude, what if no. she was like, hey, can I squirt this in the barium so you can dip it in there? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, oh man, you know what? If I wouldn't even I, I, like, I think I think Buffalo I would have let it happen. Bro, just got I'll, the new flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Barium and barbecue. Barium <laughs> and barbecue. Oh. Bro, like, I, I, I wouldn't let I that want, happen. I don't, want, I don't want ranch on the side. I want barium. <laughs> it's creamy. <laughs> That's so gross, man. I am, wow. Like, I'm just in shock right now. So let me, I'm going to throw this out there. If you don't get an invite, you don't get to bite any of my food. <laughs> wow. And wow. if you. Sharing's caring, bro. I, I'm, totally, I'm totally kidding, but I'm totally kidding, but I want you to know. I'm like, hey, I don't care. There's always too much food. So it's like, hey, come on in. I don't care. But I want you to know, if you come into a potluck and you didn't bring anything, there's a group of people there that they know. They know that you didn't bring anything. And as soon as you leave, they're going to be like, can you believe what John just did? John, did, I spent all day making my cat food casserole or whatever gross thing you're putting cat in that decrepit <laughs> crock pot. <laughs> and he didn't bring nothing like there's a group of people that they're tracking it they know they're keeping tabs because they would as as the person in charge of the tech week stuff they would go hey um so and so from nuke med came down and they woofed down three chicken wings and some mashed potatoes and some casserole and they didn't bring anything i'm like hey listen the you know not everyone can bring anything not everyone knows about it i mean Nobody's eating your casserole, Karen. There's plenty. Of- <laughs> exactly. He did us a favor. Vultures are going to vulture, all right? <laughs> vultures are going to vulture. Let them vulture. I like oh, that. Oh, man. Let my new favorite thing. Vultures are going to vulture, man. This brings up another thing. Um, uh, what do you guys think is the most common food people bring? Oh, to a pot- to a potluck? To a potluck, yeah. Um, um, chili. Really? Something right. in a crock pot. Wrong. Something Rolls. in a crock pot, definitely. Yeah. Something in a crock, crock pot. pot. Always a crock pot. And I'm like the, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what I've noticed all the time? Pot. Go ahead. Always meatballs. I was going to say Me- There's always, you're right. Someone's there's always, always bringing meatballs, man. No and offense to the person who brings meatballs to the pot cloud. I mean, I still eat it. No, I don't eat any mystery <laughs> meatballs. I don't eat any mystery <laughs> meatballs. I'm weird about potlucks. I, like, 
I don't. And here's another thing: if you're bringing a, a crock pot into work, you, you got to clean that crock pot. Some of these people be bringing in crock pots and they look nasty. <laughs> like my crock pot is clean. This looks like a crock pot. They probably got for free as a Tech Week gift ten years ago. <laughs> There's like They'll old never residual, a good gift. Yeah, man. Shut residual up. barbecue sauce <laughs> on the uh, it just bakes on the lid still. Yes, it's crazy, man. They're like it's a uh, they treat it like a cast iron skillet. They're like it's just a flavor. You gotta <laughs> leave it on there. Can't wash it. <laughs> Mixed. <laughs> Let's the new uh, meatballs is just wow. uh, has the old flavor. So do you guys, do you guys, I'm curious. It was such a fascinating experience, the forensic side of things, because ultimately they said, hey, we're going to x-ray a ton of bones and mummies. um, And we're going to, what we're looking for is like fractures and trauma. And this particular place in Peru was um, unique because it's one of the driest areas in the world, like drier than the Sahara. But it's right on a coast. It's right near like an oceanfront town. So what what it did was made for a perfect natural mummification location. So you have the salt and the dry air from the desert. It's literally a desert and then there's ocean. So when these um, people in Peru would bury their dead, they are mummified. I mean, we saw tattoos on skin. We saw... What? All their skin. So we saw cool. braids in their hair. So why were your? How did these people get to you? Was this just like a mass grave? Were they people's graves? So like they think this is like three or four hundred years old. They're exploring. Great question. So they they're they're initially discovered. And please, I'll preface this with because if Jim is listening, he is so good on these details. So amazing, like astounding me i'm i'm winging it hardcore <laughs> but <laughs> like they 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 were initially discovered because of grave robbers it's a it's near a pretty poor town and they weren't buried with much but they were buried with stuff and they could sell the stuff on the black market so initially it was it was grave robbers that would come in dig them up they would find all this stuff in darn near perfect condition and there is um um, an ar- uh, bioarchaeologist. She founded like a museum down there, right near the grave sites, and has really championed in a big way uh, pr- preservation of that area and land and remains and all that stuff. So initially, that was it, and then the museum was set up there again to kind of pr- pr- preserve it. Um, but what what was really fascinating as far as the forensic side of things was. And this is where my brain just doesn't work on that level. They've got this, these people that they're studying, the Peruvians that were buried many hundreds of years ago. And we're x-raying and x-raying. And sometimes it's half of a torso. Sometimes it's like um, just, just a straight up bones uh, that okay. they had uh, gotten from a grave. And I go, why are we looking for trauma? Why are we looking at like, we're, we're seeing a lot of like decompressed lumbar and the lumbar spine, but big whoop, I'm not connecting the dots. And the archaeologist goes, hmm, well, how many, uh, how many remains like have you x-rayed today? I was like, oh, m- maybe a dozen. And she goes, well, how many of them had uh, like decompressed lumbars, a uh, spine or vertebrae? And I go, uh, I don't know, probably about nine of them, nine-ish, maybe 10. I wasn't really sure on that last, uh, you know, second to last one. She goes, well, for me as an archaeologist, that tells me that this society work was distributed equally. So if it was like, if it was like just a 25% of them or 30% had it, then that means, well, these are probably the working class. And then these ones over here, with no, you know, spinal issues, they're probably whatever, higher in the society, higher in money, whatever. Hmm. So that's what I love about forensics. It's just, I wouldn't think that. I'm just like, oh man, yeah. another one's got a bad back. Oh man, that's crazy. That's I, I'm not connecting those dots, but that's what fascinates me about forensics is because in radiology, no pun intended, a lot of it's pretty black and white. It's, it's 
pathological or it's this or it's that. But in forensic, there's a lot of like you gotta you gotta connect Grace. these dots. Yeah, <laughs> you've got you've got you've got to connect these dots. But like, for- well, that's it. Thank you for re-listening. Or if this is your first episode, go back and listen to the old episodes. It's new to you. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to our channel, rate us five stars, of course, and leave a review. We love reading those. Also, go follow our socials on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm pretty sure uh, if you type in catheter jockeys, it's the only catheter jockeys there. I mean, who in the right mind would use that name? But anyways... It's probably at catheter jockeys or catheter underscore jockeys on Instagram. So be proud of what you do. Represent radiology to the fullest. And let's get out from the background. We'll see you in season two.